Maverick, what's going on? What's going on? What's good? What's good, everybody? It's your boy, B-L-A-K-K-H, sitting here in Lynchburg City today, man. Feel pretty good outside. Can't complain. Uh, it's not raining, so that's always a good thing. Normally, I would have a story about my day, but I ain't really do shit today, y'all. Basically, sat in the crib. Well, one of the main reasons why I'm in the crib is because I still have that nail in my tire, and uh, it's going to take a few days <laughs> before the tire reaches me because it had to be ordered, but so... I could drive it if I want to, just choosing not to a little bit. But aside from that, man, I'm not really doing anything. So I'm just going to jump into today's topics, man. So check it out. Fort Laurie, Chicago police band protests on Mayor Laurie Lightfoot's block order arrest for anyone who won't leave. All right, now the Chicago Police Department has effectively banned protesters from demonstrating on Mayor Laurie Lightfoot's block in the Logan Square neighborhood, ordering the officers to arrest anyone who refuses to leave. And that's what the Tribune has uh, learned. Now, the detective, I'm sorry, the directive surfaced in the July email from the then Shakespeare District Commander Melvin Roman to officers under his command. It did not distinguish between the peaceful protesters, Lightfoot regularly says she supports, and those who might intend to be destructive, but ordered that after a warning, a warning is given to them, the demonstrators, it should be locked down. Now... <clears throat> Chicago is another one of those cities, man, that's that's under siege, just like uh, Seattle and Portland. I, I was speaking about that a little bit yesterday. And uh, me personally, like I said, these type of cities has always been high crime cities. Um, I don't really, I don't, the, the crime in Chicago is always at a high, you know what I'm saying? Especially during the summer months, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you can turn on your, you know, your local news at 6 p.m. and they're going to have, they're going to say something about Chicago. You know what I mean? It's just been like that. Chicago is a city that was built on violence, believe it or not. If we, we could take it all the way back to the 20s with the mobsters, you know what I mean? <clears throat> the Bugsy Calhouns and the, and, the, and the guys of that nature. And uh, so, yeah, it's always been a city of that magnitude, man. However, when it comes to Lori Lightfoot, she is not the best uh, at her job. If you really want me to be honest with you, uh, she seems to have some problems of her own mental problems. If you ask me, I mean, if, I mean, if you just look, I say probably about four or five years ago, it's like night and day as far as how she looks. It seems like this job has taken its toll on her. Uh, it seems like she doesn't care about dressing or looking good for the cameras or anything. So 
you know yeah i've always had my problems with uh lori lightfoot man she was against the uh federal agents coming into the city as as if, if they were coming into the city to help out with the crime rate meaning the shootings and stuff like that then they were perfectly fine but if they were coming to the city to you know uh to deal with the protesters and things like that then she was ha having a uh she wanted them to have a hands-off approach if i should say and uh, me personally i was totally i was totally against that first and foremost if if they feel the need to send out federal agents, then that must let you know that shit's gotten really bad. That, you know, and it looks bad on the state and it looks bad on the city when the federal agents have to come and do your job for you. You know what I mean? But nevertheless, that's uh, that's basically how it is. That's how it's going down in Chicago right now. That's how it's going down in Seattle right now. That's how it's going down in Portland. As I stated yesterday, uh, you have other major cities such as like New York and places in uh, Florida and I'm sure it's places like Texas and, you know, other major cities, uh, Philadelphia, all of those type of cities where they did do the protesting thing and they did the protesting thing for some time and then they went into phase two, you know what I mean? And as I spoke about uh, yesterday, the way that you get, you know, the one percenters to uh the way you get your one percenters to get their attention is the protest and once you get their attention by protesting then you have to go into that next phase and the next phase is to have discussions you know what i'm saying real life discussions as to you know what's going to what, what type of actions are going to be taken from that point on and also i just want to reiterate that everyone that you see in a black lives matter shirt doesn't stand for black lives matter if you check out the protesting throughout this country, there have been people who infiltrated every protest, every protest, especially when it comes to black protesters. So, you know, there was there. That's how they that's how they were able to break up the Black Panthers. That's how they was able to, uh, you know, spread the cancer when it came to things like uh, the certain type of movements and marches that Martin Luther King was doing. Uh, they gave you the impression. What's going on out there, Terry Dixon? What's up, man? They would give you the impression that uh, X was against King, you know what I'm saying, and vice versa, but that wasn't the case. You know what I'm saying? Those guys actually worked together. Now, I will say this. X and King didn't always see eye to eye. You know what I mean? King was more of a turn of the cheek. X was more of a by any means necessary. You know what I mean? But they did work together on several occasions, man. So check this out, man. Uh, three people in dark hoodies and full face masks look like uh, characters in a scary movie. One of them peers directly at the camera with eyes resembling black sockets from what appears to be night vision footage. Now in Denver, um, Colorado, the authorities say that the image shows the suspect who set a two-story, who, 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 I'm sorry, who uh, set through a two-story tour through the home killing two children and three adults. Three others survived after jumping from the second floor. You know, five, five of them were killed in all, and all the members were from one uh, Senegalese family. And the Denver police said that they were uh, uh, Jabril, Adija, Dior, and their three-year-old daughter, along with Hassan Dior and her infant daughter. Now, Jabril Dior, who was an engineer, and uh, the brother of Hassan Dior recently uh, re relocated his wife from Senegal. And that's crazy, man. And there's also a $14,000 reward for any information that leads to the arrest you know what i mean that's crazy and the, the uh the neighbors also said that they were the type of family who stayed to themselves they didn't cause any trouble or anything like that man and normally that's that's normally how it goes you know i've lived around quite a few uh muslims uh senegalese uh egyptians 
on Twice Man, and they were just basically, you know, their money business. They go to work, they come home. They, you know, some speak, some don't. It's not that big of a deal. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, it's crazy to have a whole family murdered. You know what I'm saying? Like that, man. And as of right now, nobody really knows why that whole family was murdered. But you have people out here in this world who does some fucked up things, man. And it, it, it really hurts when they take that same type of anger out on a baby. You know what I mean? Three-year-old kids and stuff of that nature, man. So to hear things about kids getting hurt, man. Oh, once again, guys, don't forget, I love cupcakes. I love champagne. I love stars. Y'all know my name. So... Also, man, I want to get to get this off my chest right here, man. So Trump supporters are furious at LeBron James for turning a MAGA hat into a message about Breonna Taylor. Now, I'm not sure if y'all saw it the other night when uh, he was at the press conference and he had on the, the hat and it and it read, uh, Make America Arrest the Cops Who Killed Breonna Taylor, which I thought was a pretty cool hat, man. I, I got to give it up to him. It had the same colors and the, letter, the letters was in uh, white. So it was going to draw attention. And I have no problem with it. But the thing that I have a problem with when it comes to Mr. LeBron James, he was very adamant about not making symbolic gestures. When the uh, whole idea about them having Black Lives Matter and uh, say her name and all of these types of things on back of the jersey, he said, thank you, but no thank you. He was going in a different direction with the, uh, with the movement. And now I see him with a bunch of symbolic gestures with the hat. And the hat wasn't the only thing that he had on. He also had on a by any means necessary shirt. So all I'm saying is, listen, I don't disagree with anything that he had on. But my thing is, is just stay true to your word, homie. You said you wasn't about the symbolic gestures. You said that, 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 the, uh, that the fight, you know, was a lot more than the symbolic gestures. And everybody gave you their props on that. And then the first chance you get to do a interview, whether it was after a loss or a victory, it doesn't really matter to me. You know, you have on the very same symbolic gestures that you, you know, you didn't want the NBA to put on the back of your jersey. So, you know, that right there was kind of like uh, wishy-washy to me, man. I ain't really get it. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, though, I do, you know, it was a pretty cool hat. And uh, it was quite a few Lakers who actually had wore that hat, man. And uh, yeah, Laker players, that uh, to be exact actually wore the hat so you know that's pretty cool on their end man but yeah man if you're gonna listen if if it's it's deeper than symbolic gestures you know what i'm saying i'm i'm fine with the symbolic gestures me personally because i've i've you know on quite a few clothing items with uh i can't breathe on it and you know i can't breathe mask on my face and all of that kind of stuff man so me personally i'm i'm cool with the symbolic gestures but i also understand that we had you know what i'm saying it's a lot further than that to go you know what I mean? So I'll just leave it as that, man. But uh, so they have a Chicago man who got busted for selling a $2,700 sweater stolen by the looters to undercover cops. I knew this kind of shit was going to happen at some point in time, man. I knew it was going to happen. A guy by the name of Melvin Banks, 29 years old, allegedly posted an ad for the sweater on the mobile marketplace OfferUp. And uh, an employee at the uh, Brunello Cinelli Boutique on Rush Street near Chicago's Gold Coast District, noticed the sweater online and alerted the Chicago Police Department. Assistant State's Attorney James Murphy said it was priced at $2,700 and was stolen by looters who broke in on August the 10th. Detectives then used the app to speak with Banks and agreed to purchase the sweater for $800. Banks was arrested by officers who had met him at the strip mall near North and Western Avenue Monday night, which Chicago Sun-Times reported. And that's crazy, and he deserved that shit. 
And, you know, I, I knew they was going to do that, man. You know what I mean? I knew they was going to do that. I knew people was going to loot and, you know, and take some of the dumbest shit. If you guys remember the whole uh, Katrina, and they would show people looting, and people got, like, TVs on their back, and motherfuckers going all into Foot Locker and shit. I'm like, yo, y'all up under five feet of water. What, 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 what's a new pair of Jordans going to do for you right now? What's the TV going to do for you right now? There's no electricity and everything is underwater. So you can't walk anywhere. You can't watch anything. So what, what, what's really going on? But yeah, man. So, you know, it's me personally with that whole looting shit. I was not, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I just wasn't down with that shit, man. But then I, I asked myself, well, if you was in the city to where all this is going on and foot locker right there in front of you with the doors open, <laughs> what would you do? Now, the young me, now, I already know the young me, hey, I'm with the crowd, yo. I'm going in here. I'm going to get me as many pair of sneakers. I'm a sneakerhead, so I'm going in there and get me as many pair of sneakers as possible. But when you're 43 years old and you see shit happen like that, man, you know what I mean? It, it, it just ain't cool and it just ain't right. And I had a real big problem with it, though, for real. But, uh, yeah, it's so he's, you know what I'm saying, his ass is going to jail. He, he got $800. Wait, he didn't even get the $800, but he was willing to sell it. That's a hell of a drop. From $2,700 to $800. I got one more. Man, listen. I was taking my daughter to a uh, a place to get her haircut one day. And there was this boutique with clothes in there and stuff like that. So I decided to go in there. And there was a Montclair outfit. Now, I don't know if you guys know anything about Montclair. But it's an expensive clothing line. Like, super expensive clothing line. And the suede velour suit that he had in there was for $800. And he saw me looking at this suit. Now, I'm looking at this suit because I know Montclair. And I know this is not a real suit. And he went from $800 to $100. All within a matter of seconds, bro. I said, no, nah, man. I said, I'm good. I said, I'm good. You, you, you're never going to buy anything with Montclair on it for $100. And if you do, I can guarantee you it's fake. And that's real, man. So check it out. Did anybody... Check out the NBA games last night, man. We had a, you know, a treat last night, man. I saw my Celtics go two up on the uh, Philadelphia 76ers. And then I also saw the Utah Jazz get some get back from the night before uh, when they played against the uh, Denver Nuggets, to be exact, man. And uh, I also saw, you know, like I was saying with the whole LeBron press conference, but that game, yo, I kept trying to tell people they had four months off. All right, so now everybody is on the same playing field. No one is going home. No one is going home after game two. There would be no switching of the courts, none of that shit. Everybody has to play under the same rules. No one has distractions other than, you know, your family being at home. And then there are incentives to each round. So the, the further you go, the more family members and the more family time you get to have. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's, it's a lot of incentives in this shit as well, man. But I don't think everybody had this in it. But like I kept trying to tell people, I said that four-month layoff, I said you're going to have some fresh new blood. You're going to have guys who uh, were working on their game, and you were going to see the best of what the NBA have to offer. So it will not, it will not surprise me, man, because the Clippers lost to the Dallas Mavericks last night as well. And uh, everybody had, as far as the West, everybody had the Lakers and the Clippers as far as coming out of the West. Me personally, I had that as well, but my pick started to change once uh, COVID struck and they went on the four-month hiatus, you know what I'm saying? And uh, even to Milwaukee, man, they don't really look that good, which they're playing tonight against Orlando, and I have Milwaukee bouncing back. I also have the Lakers bouncing back tonight. And uh, 
the Pacers are now down 0-2 to the Miami Heat. So, yeah, man, and 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 uh, it's been a battle between Jimmy Butler and T.J. Warren. Those guys had words before the pandemic. You know what I mean? And Jimmy was talking about how T.J. can't guard him and all of that kind of crazy stuff right there. Couldn't understand why the coach put him on him and all of that. So, you know, so far Jimmy got the best of that series at 2-0. But uh, yeah, I'm really I'm really looking forward for the Lakers to make a bounce back game tonight. But it's going to take a hell of a lot more than a uh, triple double from LeBron James and about. 20 and 25, 30 points from Anthony Davis. Uh, the Portland Trail Blazers are deep, you know what I mean? And they, they can go at least eight to nine guys in a rotation. And right now, the Lakers, once, once you know, once AD and LeBron, once you get past those two, you don't really have anything else to worry about. And please don't get me started with Kyle Kuzma. He is not that guy. He is not a third option. You know what I mean? He, he is more of a, he's more of a, well, he could have been a third option, you know what I mean? But he doesn't fit well with LeBron and AD on the floor because those guys, they, they command so much attention and so much of the ball, you know what I mean? And then a guy like Kuzma, he's not a guy to where if you space the floor out and catch him in the corner, he can bust your ass for threes all day. That's not what he's about. He's more of the kind of guy that he has to have the ball in his hand. So if you have LeBron on the floor who is uh, playing as the point guard, you know what I'm saying? And then at times you got Anthony Davis bringing the ball up where that just takes a lot of the ball handling from out of a guy like uh, Kuzma's hands. And a guy like uh, Alex Caruso would get the leftovers of that. But, yeah, man, so my picks for tonight is going to be uh, the Lakers. I got the Lakers over Portland, and I got Milwaukee bouncing back over Orlando. And the last I had checked on the uh, Houston game, they were up by six against OKC. But I'm quite sure that's probably changed since then too. But yeah, that's basically uh and also with the uh the NFL, man. So I also had a couple things that I wanted to say about the NFL. And well, before I even get to the NFL, did anybody it was a small story that ended up getting big a couple days ago with the Toronto Raptors, uh their president of basketball operations, uh Majeri. Sir, Sir Majeri, if I'm saying his name correctly, is from uh, Africa, if I'm correct. Well, if you if you guys remember last year when Toronto Raptors won the championship, uh, this guy was on his way to the middle of the floor to celebrate with his team. And for some reason, a, a, a uh, San Francisco deputy by the name of Alan Strickland decided to stop him. And uh, he didn't just stop him. Like, he pushed him and asked him where the fuck he was going and, you know, like all of these kind of crazy questions. And as 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 uh, Majeri was walking, you know, as he was walking up, he was also reaching in his pockets to get his credentials to show the officer, hey, I'm the, you know, I have a right to be here, you know what I'm saying, blah, blah, blah. But the officer wouldn't even let him get that far. So the officer actually pushed him and then asked him what the fuck he was doing. And as Majeri uh, went to, you know, walk forward again, the officer pushed him again. You know what I mean? So... Uh, apparently the offer this officer didn't know that his body cam was on or wasn't working because he had told, uh, I guess his, uh, superior officers that, uh, he was, uh, disciplined for the case, you know, how they, uh, relieve him of their duties, but they still getting paid for it and shit. So he was basically saying that, Hey, he was going to sue the Toronto Raptors because he fear for his life now and he has psychological problems and he can't work anymore and all this type of crazy shit well they show the uh the body cam and it shows that this guy is pushing 
the Toronto Raptors basketball operation uh, personnel. And they showed that him pushing him more than once. And he used vulgar language. And he tried to sue, you know what I mean? So now that this 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 body cam tape is out, I haven't heard anything from uh, Mr. Allen. And his name, again, is Allen Strickland, who happens to be a deputy on the San Francisco Police Force. So, yeah, nobody has heard from him now, man. So, you know, it's crazy. But uh, <laughs> it's just crazy, though, man, that apparently he forgot. You know, apparently he forgot that his body cam was on. Or maybe he said, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? If you, you know, there was a video of a Virginia state trooper that was all in a guy's face and talking about how he was going to whoop his ass, and he looked dead in the camera and everything. So sometimes it may seem like they forget, sometimes it don't. But nevertheless, man, this shit is 100% wrong, and that's what we speak about all the time because a lot of times these cops do this shit. And, you know, I think about all the time. I think about before body cams were invented. Uh, think about before the cell phone was invented, especially the cell phone that captures pictures. You know what I'm saying? It was always our word against theirs. And, you know, when I say our, I'm not just even talking about black people. I'm just talking about civilians in general. You know what I'm saying? The police can have a problem with anybody at any time. And the one thing that I never thought about that made a lot of sense when people were speaking about police is that we depend on these people to take care of everything we depend on these people to take care of mental situations physical situations you know we we expect these people to be psychiatrists we expect these people to do everything that there is to do and i'm not trying to i'm not listen i'm not trying to get these people off the hook you know what i'm saying but like i said i do have a couple people in my family who are who were uh into law enforcement you know what i'm saying so i can attest to the fact that all cops aren't bad cops but that quite a few of them motherfuckers, they do make it bad for the good ones, man. And that's what I be talking about. Andy M, how you guys doing today? So I see I, I have quite a few new people here today. And I just want to give uh, some props to some of you new guys here. Uh, let's see, we have Andy. Andy M, what's going on? And we also have Hoda. So how are you guys doing? Uh, I'm glad you could join the show. And uh, you guys, I also like cupcakes, I like champagne glasses, I like stars, I like all of that kind of stuff, man. If you want to send claps, you can do that as well. Press like, send hearts, whatever you guys choose to do, I'm perfectly fine with. But uh, yeah, we have to, uh, when it comes to this country and everything that's going on in this country, man, we have to band together, people. I, I'm quite sure a lot of people has been watching the Democratic National uh, Convention and uh you know, I've been watching it as well. So it's going to be real crazy these next couple of weeks. You, you got the Democrats. You're going to have the Republicans. I, already, I was already watching uh, uh, Trump a little bit earlier today. So he's slinging mud now and throwing mud, man. So this should be, a you know, a couple of few exciting weeks. But my thing is, is that we're, we have to keep this whole voting thing in mind. And we got to get this taken care of. And we got to get that down packed. You know what I mean? Because it's very important. You know, me personally, I'm a true, I'm a firm believer that they are uh, selected and not elected. That's the president. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I truly, I truly feel that way, y'all. So it's going to be 100. You're more than welcome to debate me on that. All you got to do is press the button and say something. But with that being said, for those who don't believe that they are uh, selected, and believe that they are elected, then I encourage you guys to get out there and vote. You know what I mean? And uh, but me personally, like I said on the earlier podcast, you're going to have no matter who wins, it's going to be a four year term for either one of these guys. 
Trump, then, you know, he's going to do his last four. And if it's Biden, he's only going to get four. And that's it. 2024 Kamala Harris. I told you guys for the past couple of days, I will continue to shout this. I'm not going to shout it for the next four years because I don't want to, you know, drive my people away by saying the same shit. But jump on that bandwagon, jump on that train right now. And like I said earlier, if you guys are interested in a Cam- in a Kamala Harris 2024 for president t-shirt, just hit me up on Messenger and I can make that happen for you. And people, uh, yeah, there. Yeah, so my oldest girl, she's in Atlanta. My oldest girl stays in Atlanta quite much now, man. And uh, she probably gonna be moving down there soon. Jesus Christ. But yeah, man, that's pretty much it of the show that I have today, man. I had a couple things that I wanted to speak about. Oh, I did, I did, I did say something. Thanks for reminding me. Thanks for reminding me. I wanted to speak about uh, back to sports again. Uh, the question is, the question of the day was. Uh, if LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers loses in the first round, does that tarnish his legacy? Some people say no. I, on the other hand, I say yes. You guys got to understand some first and foremost, this guy is three and six in the NBA finals. Okay. There is not a superstar in the world who has been considered GOAT status, had a sub par 500 record when it came to the finals. Okay. Now, this guy is uh, 35 years old. He's in his 17th season. I understand the wear and tear on his body. But at the same time, man, I truly believe if they don't get a championship, they being the Lakers, if they don't get that championship this year, I truly believe it's, it's going to be hard for LeBron to get it any other year after that. I mean, once again, he's 35 years old. And in case you guys haven't seen the talent in the league, it's two guys in the uh, city of Dallas, Texas, by the name of Luka Doncic and the Unicorn, a.k.a. Kristaps uh, Porzingis. Those guys are coming, okay? Uh, Trey Young down there in Atlanta with Clint Capella, those guys are coming. Ja Morant, he's coming. You know what I mean? You have a list of them, and then you're going to have KD, a healthy KD next year, and you're going to have Kyrie Irving. Man, these guys are coming. So LeBron, the Lakers. Y'all want a championship? I suggest y'all get y'all shit together because, boy, the talent pool in the NBA is like that. It is like that. It is like that. It is like that. And also, before I uh, head out, man, I want to let y'all know that there is a 10-year-old and an 8-year-old from Van Nuys, uh, California, and they are uh, they, 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 they were missing. They have been found. They are safe after the LAPD asked for help throughout the public man so they was eight and ten years old and they were found thursday morning after they left their van Nuys homes the previous day and uh the los angeles police said the boys uh names were uh let's see michael and eight-year-old malky burks they were found at a distant relative's home at about 4 30 a.m and they are okay so that's a good thing right there man because i um uh, you know I don't want to hear anything bad about kids being uh, lost or kidnapped or anything like that, man. We have a lot of the, we have a lot of shit going on in this country to where you know kids need to be taken and all of that kind of crazy stuff, man. So that's what I'm cool on, cool on about that. And also on the uh, island of Guam, because I know that's a military base. I know people got family out there as well. There has been 105 new cases of COVID-19. And the governor has closed down basically the whole city or the whole island. I'm sorry. So, yeah. And, yeah, 
And I just want to let you guys know, man, to continue to practice your safe distancing, continue to wear your mask and, you know, continue to follow the rules of mask wearing. And we can get through this pandemic together. And then I don't want to say everything goes back to normal because that's how we got here in the first place. But, you know, man, let's just take it one step at a time. Yo. So watch those hands and practice your six feet of distancing and always remember to love one another. And on that note, it's your boy, B-L-A-K-K-A, and I'm out, y'all. Peace.